The following shear has been presented by Dayan Shlomo Cohen. Dayan, based in Havat Shalom, Yerushalayim, an author of the Chayshin Mishpat work, Pure Money, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havat Halacha Center. Meseches Bavakama has been graciously dedicated by Reb Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'ilu Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. Mesechet Baba Kama, Perik Meruba, Daf Samach Gimel. The Maisa, up until Perik, Perik Meruba, Baba Kama has been dealing with the, with the laws of damages. From here onwards, the, the Mesechet deals with the, the laws of theft, of Ganovim. The Maisa in the Torah, we find we have two different types of Ganovim. A Ganov and a Gazla. What's the difference between the two? A Ganov is someone who steals secretly, like a pickpocket or someone who breaks into a house at night, while a Gazlin is someone who steals openly, a shoplifter for example. A Ganov has an obligation to pay Kefal or Arba Vachamisha, like we find in, in our, in our Perek, while a Gazlin just has to return what he stole. Why is there a difference like this between a Ganav and a Gazlin? Why with a Ganav did the Torah say that we give him a Knas, that he has to pay Kefal, double what he stole, whereas a Gazlin only has to return what he stole? The Gemara later on in, in Pergmuruba explains that the problem with a Ganav is that the Ganav, although he's the one who's still secretly, so he's more afraid of humans seeing him than he is afraid of Hashem seeing him. He doesn't realize the fact that Hashem the Maiz is watching him. That's why it was Roy that he should have a special class that he should pay double. Because he's more afraid of humans than he's afraid of a Kodesh Baruch. Hashem came to Gazlin, he's not afraid of anyone. The Torah didn't feel a special need to give him a special class. But the Ganav is more afraid of humans than he's afraid of a Kodesh Baruch that gave him a special class to pay double. The question is, if Bote Dinim in our time Make Ganovim play Kefir. The answer is no. No Beitin in our time makes a Ganov pay Kefir. Why? The Shulchan Aruch explains in the first Simon in Shulchan in Hoshin Mishpat, Simon Aleph, that in order to decide a case where there's any of the Knasot of the Torah, a Knas of the Torah is any case where you have to pay more than what you damaged. A Ganov, he stole a hundred dollars. Here we make him pay back $200. The extra $100 is a knas. Says the Shulchan Aruch, in any case where the person has to pay more than what he damaged, you have to have dayonim who have smicha. Only a based in a smuchim can done such a case. What's smicha? Gemara explains that smicha is an unbroken chain of appointment leading back to Yeshua ben Nun, who received his smicha from Moshe Rabbeinu. Already after the Chorban Abayit, Abayit HaRishon, that chain was broken. And we see from Gomorrah's in Baba Kama, later on Daf Peidalid, and in Gittin, that already in the time of, of, of the Talmud, that chain was broken. And therefore the Bote Dinin didn't have the power to enforce any of the Knasot of the Torah. But if so, if you say that Minatoria we have to have Smuchim to, to, to be a based in, how can Beit Din do anything? How can they do anything in our times? 
explains the Gemara, Anan Shlichusayu de Komayadinim. That we today, the Dayonim today, are the Shluchim of the original Dayonim that had Smicha. As the Shluchim of the original Dayonim were allowed to done in Beistin nowadays. But there's a limitation on what Beistin is allowed to done. We're only allowed to done common cases where there's been an actual loss of money to the damaged party. This of course excludes Kefal or Abba Hamisha, which is not a loss to the damaged party. The person who was stolen from didn't lose the Kefal, he just lost the Karen. He just lost the hundred dollars that was stolen. So that's why Beidin, they can force the Ganav to return a hundred dollars, but they can't force, force him to pay the Kefal. As we said, it's not just the fines of the Torah that are not within the power of Bote Dinim in our time. And also, what's considered an uncommon case. What's an uncommon case? Examples that we have of uncommon cases the Shulchan Aruch brings is any case of damage which wouldn't be expected, like Keren. We know that an animal can damage with Keren, Shane or Edel. Keren is where it did something that it's not expected to do, like a bull that were to gore. Shane and Regal, where it did something it's expected to do, like it ate, either ate someone else's fruits or it trampled on someone's fruits. These are things that animals do. They're common types of damages. Those botidin in can done. But anything that's uncommon, a baiting in our time can't done. Another example that the Shulchan Aruch brings is if an animal were to damage a human being. Even if he damaged him with Shane or Regal, even if he were to trample on someone, all these are considered uncommon types of damages in our times and they're things that Bote Dinim can't do. In addition to these cases, the, the run brings down that the Bote Dinim in our time can also do conversions and we see from a Gemara and Gittin that they can force a get. There are certain cases, even though normally a man can't be forced to be Megarish's wife, he can't be forced to give a get to his wife, in certain cases, we see that he is forced to give a get. And Bote Dinim in our times are allowed to force a get. You see, before from the Gemara and Gittin, Daf Pechet, that they used to force the get in the time of Bava, well, even though they weren't smuchim. From this, there's a Nesivas in, 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 in Simon Aleph of Hoshim Mishpat, who proves from the fact that we can do conversions and force on a get, that this power that Bote Dinim have, have in our times of Shlich Hosayim, that the shluchim of the original smuchim must be a diaraisa power. It must be diaraisa because if not, how is it possible to convert someone and then that convert is going to go and get married if the power that Bote didn't have isn't diaraisa? How can they force a get? How can they force someone to give a get to his wife? And if you say that diaraisa, the get's not a get, although the woman's going to go and get married to someone else, the children will be mamzerim. Elephonistan the Sivas proves that the power that Bote Dinim have must be Deiraisa. Even though the Maisa there was shown in the Ramban and the Rashba that learned that this Koch that Bote Dinim have today is only Durabonan. And they explained that it works within Hefka based in Hefka. That's how they can make someone unmarried and make someone Jewish if they do a conversion. Let's take a case. Let's take a case that's on a cold, rainy day. Reuven went, was on his way home from, from the base of Medrash. He went down to the cloakroom and he saw that his coat's missing. He was really, really angry and upset. Well, how am I going to get home now? He's a gun of stole my coat. In his anger, he just took a coat off the shelf, off the, off the hooks, put it on and went home. 
He didn't care that he was also going to be a thief. At the time, with his, through his anger, he went and stole this other guy's coat. On his way home, he already started uh, thinking that maybe he hadn't done the right thing at all. Well, after he'd calmed down a bit, he started realizing that maybe he was a thief by taking this other guy's coat. He was no better than the other guy who took his coat. Maybe he was even worse. Because maybe the person who took his coat took it Shodig. He took it by mistake. He didn't realize that it was someone else's coat. If he took it Bishogig, although a Ganav Bishogig says the Katsos is not a Ganav. He doesn't have the dinim of a Ganav, not Kefal, not Paheshi, not a Gazela. Anyone that has someone else's property unintentionally, it doesn't necessarily make them a thief. But our guy, Reuven, he took the other guy's coat intentionally. Even if it was the last coat that was left on the shelves, it's not, that, that doesn't mean that it's his. It doesn't mean that the person who this coat belongs to took his. And therefore he's a thief by taking this coat. The uh, Maise, even if he were to know that the person who this coat belongs to had, had taken his coat, it would still be awesome of him to, to use the coat that was left. Although the Shulchan of Paskins in Simon Kuflam and Vav, Sif Bedsham, that, that let's say you sent, a, you sent a cake with a nice cake tray to someone Simcha, to someone Sheva Bochus, and they sent you back someone else's cake tray. I said, are you allowed to use the cake tray that you were sent back? The Shulchan of Paskins, no, you're not allowed to use it. And if you know it's not yours, even though someone else has got yours, that doesn't give you the right to use what you know is not yours. So our guy Reuven, after he got home and started thinking about what he'd done, decided he wanted to do tshuva. So he came to ask. To give back the coat, he's going to have enough of a problem now finding who's the owner of the coat. But maybe he has to pay kefal as well. Maybe he has a chiv to pay kefal. Even though Lahore will tell me, I we have a cloud. We have a cloud that Amoda Bekanas is potter. Someone who himself admits that he's high of a knas doesn't have to pay the knas. Says the Shach, Moda Bekanas is only potter if you're Moda in front of a based in of Smuchim who have the power to dan knasot. But if you're Moda in front of a based in in our times which don't have the power to dan knasot, as your, your, your admission is not considered an admission and it can't potter you from Kefal. So therefore the question remains, maybe our guy Reuven is going to have to pay Kefal to be Letzeti Dei Shemai, maybe he has some obligation to pay Kefal. The Maestro the Ketosa asks this question, if in our times there's a Chiv to pay Kefal Letzeti Dei Shemai. The Ketosa is in, uh, in Simen Aleph of Choshen Mishpat, Sikot and Zayin. The Ketosa there wants to make a differentiation between the different cases that Bote Dinim in our time can't done. But as we said, there's two types of cases Bote Dinim can't done. One is an uncommon case. I mean, actual damage was caused. But seeing as it's uncommon in our times that there should be a case like this, for example, an animal that was damaged with Karen, or a person who was damaged by an animal, even by Shane or Regal, these are the cases that we said the Bote Dinim can't done. But says the Katsos, in these cases, Vadai, the person who caused the damage, has a chiv to pay the damage, even though Bote Dinim can't done it, let's say Tidei Shemayim. Because at the moment the damage was caused, the obligation was created that he has to pay, and if he doesn't pay, says the Ketsos, he's a gazan. But, with the Knesset of the Torah, 
where, where the Torah makes you pay more than what the damage was, like in Kefal or Abba the Hamisha, there, if you don't have a botted din of smuch, baked in of smuchim, to Paschal that you have to pay Kefal or Abba the Hamisha, then there's Bechlam no obligation. Even the Tzeti Dei Shemayim, you have absolutely no chiv. Let me add on that the Maisa the Shach says that Asian boar, they're also considered things that are not shachiyach, they're not common in our times. And those also, but they didn't even in our times, won't have to pay. But certainly, even according to the Shach, if you cause damage with Asian boar, Vada you have a chiv, says the Ketzos, the Tzeti Dei Shemayim, to pay the damage that was caused. I must say, the most post can argue with the Shach, that they pass under, even, even in our times, what they did in Kandan, Asian Bull. So, it comes out that according to the Ketzos, where there was a, the fines of the Torah, all the fines of the Torah, Kefal, Alba, the Hamisha, they're things that what they did can't judge. Nowadays, they can't be Mechaev, and the person who caused the damage, does, who, who stole, doesn't even have a Chiv, let's say today, Shemayim, to pay that damage. If so, Lahore would seem that all the halachot of Kefal and Abba the Hamisha are not halacha lemaisa. There's no nafkemir lahalacha lemaisa with these dinim. When the maisa, the Shulchanach and Simon Shin Memchet left out all the halachas of Kefal from the Shulchanach. But the remorse straight away says, he said, why did the Machabal leave, why did the Shulchanach leave out all the dinim of Kefal? And although there is a nafkemir, even Bazman Azir, as to when there's going to be a Chiyav Kefal. The Shulchan Aruch himself passed in Simon Aleph of Hoshim Mishpah that even though, even though Bote Dinim in our time cannot be Mechaev Kefal, but if the, the damaged party were to be Tofes, if he himself were to take possession of the other person's property up to the value of Kefal, he's allowed to do so and Beitin don't make him give it back. To make Tfisa works with all the Knassot of the Torah, even though what they did him in our time can't judge them. So therefore, there's a big nafkamina, halokha la all the dinim of Kefal and Abba the Hamisha, in a case where the person who was stolen from was to be Tofes. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at thehalachacenter.org.